Welcome to the Kentucky Sports and Stuff Podcast. Today is April 16th, 2016. My name is Sam, and I am joined by Terry, Ethan, and Jared, my three co-hosts, my wonderful co-hosts. Guys, what's going on? It's about fucking time. Yay! What did you call us last week? Uh, Guests. Guests. Yeah. That was so <laughs> disrespectful. I meant it as a joke, but it did sound very disrespectful, so I do apologize. It's demeaning. Right. I'm just happy. Before we start, <laughs> we said last week we're going to put out episodes every Sunday. This one came out on Friday, about five days late. <laughs> I am sorry. Every week from here on out, Sunday, new episode on Sunday. Whatever time Sunday, I don't know, probably Sunday night, but it'll be up Sunday for, from here on out, every week. Or Friday. Maybe Friday. <laughs> probably Friday. Probably Friday. <laughs> or just whenever we feel yeah. like it. So, so there's a lot to get into this week. Uh, the, big, the biggest thing today is we are starting the Four Best Friends Post-Tubby Starting Five Bracket <laughs> Challenge. This week we're doing point guards. I got a list here. We have Post 13... Tubby. Post-tubby. Uh, you know, tubby on, I guess. We call it the post-tubby. We can change the name I don't later. think that's right. I think post-tubby would be kind of What did we call it last week? Let's see. What did we call it last week? It's the FB... Flip. I can't see from here. FBT. Yeah, we called it post-tubby did last we week. Well, all right. Is it post-tubby yeah. under the assumption that includes tubby? Includes tubby. Yeah. It includes tubby. So 98 tubby on. on is what this is. So we have 13 guys... What we'll do, there's going to be four different uh, rounds, so we'll do the first round. We're going to get started with the first round. Let me read you off the uh, 13 participants we have here. The number one seed overall is John Wall, obviously. Rightfully so. Number two seed is Michael Porter. No, I'm just playing. No, number two seed is Tyler Eulis. Number three is Brandon Knight. The four is Rajon Rondo. Oh. The five is Wayne Turner. The six is Andrew Harrison. The seven is Ramel Bradley. Eight is Marcus Teague. Nine is Gerald Fitch. 10 is Cliff Hawkins, 11 is Ryan Harrow, 12 is Saul Smith, and 13 is Michael Porter. <laughs> Michael Porter final. Yeah, it's a, he's sweeping. He's sweeping. <laughs> now, would Michael Porter still be, uh, what, what seed is he? He is a 13 seed. Would he still be a 13 seed if he didn't diddle kids? <laughs> <laughs> no. He'd be, that actually he actually bumped him the up. two. He was a 14, but then that news came out, now he's a 13. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> but, but there's a couple assumptions we made, too. We're only including guys that played the point guard position while they were at Kentucky, like uh, this year. Technically, Jamal Murray and Isaiah Briscoe both came in as a point guard, but they played did not play the point guard. Tally is on that spot. Same with Eric Bledsoe. Same with Eric Bledsoe. That's, that, he's not in the list either. He'll be in next week with the shooting guards. So whatever position they played, that's what position we'll have them at. There is one, maybe an exception we forgot this week, and that's Patrick Sparks. Forgot about him. But he, yeah, we weren't sure if he was a point guard or shooting guard, so we'll throw him in there next week because the shooting guard class is a little bit weaker than the point guard class for UK. Sounds fair. Yeah. Right. So let's get started with the first round. The very first matchup we have is the 8 and 9 seed. The winner plays John Wall. Marcus Teague versus Gerald Fitch. Let's check out some Marcus Teague stats here. Okay. Marcus Teague obviously played the championship year, led us to a title. He finished the season averaging about 10 points a game, 4.5 assists. You know, he played a lot. He was good. He left early, but he was a decent player. He, was, he, was, uh, he did what we needed him to do. Right. Then Gerald Fitch, he played on the, he started on the 0203 team, finished averaging about 11 points a game, 1.8 assists, 1.5 turnovers. He scored. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little, no, a little bit noticeable about uh, Gerald Fitch. He finished on the All SEC freshman team, and he's also All SEC first team in his senior year. So that's that. Do y'all remember Gerald Fitch? I do very vaguely. Vaguely. Bits and pieces. So but I know the, he's going to be hell of a lot better than fucking Marcus Teague. I actually had Marcus, Marcus Teague. Teague got a ring. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, granted, he also had Anthony Davis and Michael <laughs> Kidd Gilchrist. Yeah, Anthony Davis played at a random point. Well, <laughs> well, when you want a point guard, what do you want most? You want what do you want? Like a point guard? You want somebody who can score? Or do you want like a pass first point guard? Like I like point guards who like like John Stockton esque. You know, like they pass the ball a lot. I, pre- I prefer around. someone with Tyler Eulis's face. Yeah, just, <laughs> just Tyler yeah. Eulis. Pretty much just Eulis. <laughs> but I'm actually gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Marcus T. He averaged more assist, a lot more assist than Gerald Fitch did, and that's what I, I like. That points well, are pretty much the same. You just got fucking throw from half court. Yeah. Well, this this <laughs> lob it to. <laughs> the waterfall feature is coming on very early this week. And now it's just, shut off. Just randomly comes on now. It's got a timer on it. But I'm thinking Marcus T. I want somebody who can pass the ball. And plus, like you said, like if he's just throwing lobs, we're going to have a really good team. Like You're going to have Anthony Davis more than likely. So I, I want Marcus T. He's not going to win, but I'll take him over Gerald Fitch. I was also going to say Marcus T. Guess I'm going to be fucking minority. You like Joe Fitch? I like Joe Fitch. The first one. Oh, the very God. first one is the tiebreaker. What do we do? We, we gotta call someone. Call Mary. Who do we call? We gotta call somebody who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me call my grandma. Yeah. Like, she really does know her shit. <laughs> call her, yeah. All right. Yeah. She's oh, at work. Seriously. No, she's not. The second round matchup we got here is the four seed Rajon Rondo versus the 13 seed Michael Porter. Oh, man. It's a tough one. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Do we have to go through this? This could be an easy one, but you can only count. What these guys did at Kentucky. Obviously, Rachel Rondo had a fantastic NBA career. We're gonna pick him. I know in this case. But yeah, I was gonna, I'm just saying like for the you're future. Not, you're not for the an future, I'm just saying like okay. we got to pick him just what they did at Kentucky. So Rondo, he played two seasons. He uh, scored 654 points. That was good for 116th overall. Averaged 4.2 assists per game, which is uh, that's the second. That's, that's third only to Tyler Eulis from this set of guys. So, yeah, you got pick Rondo, right? Yeah. You got pick Rondo. Yeah. That no, was great. Uh, apparently, he was an asshole by all accounts. I, I don't think I think that's very... Are yeah. we going to take I'm a vote on Take an asshole over a kid diddler, so... <laughs> <laughs> so with the kid diddler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun fact we all know right now. <laughs> no gingers on this team. We're taking Rondo. That's an easy, that's an easy one. Yeah, I don't, that's an easy I'm one. not even sure we need to vote. Yeah. Is there any more gingers? You can just go ahead and mark them off. <laughs> Next one, we get another easy one. We got Wayne Turner versus Saul Smith. That's a. That's another easy one. Yeah, Wayne Turner won the championship. <laughs> I don't remember Wayne Turner. I asked some people who didn't know about him. I did see also Wayne Turner finished his career with 238 steals, which is the most in UK history for a career. He also finished with almost 500 assists, which is fourth most in a UK career. So his numbers are good. He's yeah. got really good numbers. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got to pick him, right? He's a good uh, player. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure, we, we're I'm not sure yeah. we have to vote on that either. Yeah. Don't Saul Smith. Uh, let's read some of his stats. In addition to gingers, you can go ahead and mark off all aliens, too. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So that's an easy one. Yeah, we got to pick Wayne Turner. Do y'all remember him at all? Well, I think we were only like yeah. five. Four or five, yeah. Four or yeah. five. Yeah. I know his nickname is The Burner. Ooh, The Burner. Wait, hold on, I got to make sure of that. The Burner Turner. Every time you say something on here, you're like, let me double check. And like, you have to go through it. And it's usually correct. You usually like say it wrong. right. You usually say it right. It's just like, okay, hold on, before I make an ass like, of myself. Just like one random fan. Just okay, like, that's right. Yeah, it's just like, he's wrong. That's <laughs> slander. But every time, you're like, hold on, let me check. Yeah, that's right. We're good. All right. I think you just like to announce that you were right. <laughs> I don't have to be wrong. <laughs> All right. Next matchup. We got Ramel Bradley. 
versus Cliff Hawkins. I remember Ramel. I do too. I don't remember Cliff Hawkins remember hardly Cliff. at all. Yeah, you don't? I do. You do? Well, their stats are pretty similar, actually. Uh, the biggest difference is Ramel Bradley, he scored a lot more points than Cliff Hawkins. He, he averaged about 10.36, and then Cliff Hawkins actually averaged 6.66. There really wasn't. We can't pick that, right? 6.66? That's bad, that's bad <laughs> news. But uh, Ramel Bradley, he scored a lot. Uh, Cliff Hawkins, he averaged more turnovers, almost one more per game. Cliff Hawkins actually finished third most for steals in a UK career and seventh most in assists. But Ramel, Ramel Bradley, I mean... He scored the ball. There wasn't a whole lot of other people to score the ball besides yeah. him. Ramel Bradley also finished He finished SEC first team in his senior year, too. Yeah. So I'm picking Ramel. I like Ramel Bradley. I'm I picking like. Ramel solely for the confrontation between him and Andrew Bogut. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Did they, like, didn't, like, like, fight it out, like, in the tunnel like before the game? I just know on the court, and he was just looking up at him. That was awesome. So I'll kick your ass. So we're picking Bradley. Are we, who's up? we going to pick up Bradley? I would. I was, yeah. Okay. He's the only reason that kind of – he kept me sane during like the Gillespie era. Right. Him and Joe Crawford. Yeah, Joe Crawford. Yeah. He'll be on there next week. Joe Crawford. <laughs> I did like Joe Crawford. All right. B- besides Ramal Bradley scoring, he Joe Crawford could score. Yeah. I'm like dude though. Like I like I like people who trash talk. So my <laughs> idea is hopefully I can have him and Briscoe on the team together and just like trash talk everyone. They're just like, <laughs> hey, you're fat. You're just I, heard, like, oh. I heard so much about Briscoe's trash talking, but I didn't see much of it this year. Yeah, it just neither. let down. Usually he was like shaking hands with the other team. Or something, <laughs> or like being really buddy buddy with. He's them. just thinking about his free throws all the time. He has no time to trash talk. That's kind of thing that like it used to be back in the day. Like you'd have guys like Michael Jordan who were just total dicks, but now you got guys that are all everyone's like buddy buddy now. Like they'll hug each other after the game. I'm like, I want people. I want them to fight. I want people to die. I want gladiators. Are you not entertained? Yeah. And of course, though, one of the last ones retired. We'll talk about that here in a minute, Kobe. But the last matchup we got for the first round, besides the one we didn't decide on yet, was uh, Andrew Harrison versus. Uh, Ryan Harrow. I think Andrew Harrison's a very underappreciated guard for Kentucky history. He was good. He had a run there his freshman and sophomore year where he was he was lights out. He was great. Underappreciated. Yeah. Like you said a couple weeks ago, he's pretty much but one of the Tyler Eulis should have been running the team last year. Uh, I, yeah. I, I agree. No. You said a couple weeks ago that he's him staying, him and his brother actually convinced Cal to come back. Yeah. So that alone makes me want to pick him over Ryan Harrow. Well, and his loyalty to the twins was actually pretty nice too. Yeah, and he could have had Tyler. Cal's like loyal to a fault. Mm. Yeah, so, but yeah, we gotta pick Andrew Harrison, right? I mean, Ryan Harrow. Easy, I'm gonna go well, with Ryan Harrow here. Yeah, because you don't want him to well, go crying. The only note I have about <laughs> Ryan Harrow is that he has anxiety. That's it. That's it. We'll throw at least one vote in for him. Oh, I'm not voting for him at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <Fuck that. laughs> all right, that, fuck you, Ryan Harrow. Yeah, yeah, never mind. We're picking Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Ryan right. Harrow was a massive right. letdown. That's the rule. <laughs> you got a call? My grandmother. Oh, sweet. Marcus Teeker, Gerald Fitch. Hello? 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 Mamaw? Hello? Hello? Uh, we have a question for you. We are currently in the middle of our podcast right now, so we are followed here with Sam, Jared, and Ethan. Hi. Say hello. Hello. What's Hello. Hello. So you are going to be on the podcast. Uh, okay. We are doing a bracket of best point guards since Tubby. And we have a matchup right now, which is... Teague and Fitch. Teague. You know Teague, right? Marcus Teague? <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I want to hear. All right, you know, all right, Marcus Teague. Marcus Teague. Gerald Fitch. And Gerald Fitch. Who she want? Gerald Fitch. Out of, the, out of those Gerald two... Fitch. Gerald Fitch played for Kentucky a long time ago. Right, <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're doing... The, we'll, 
All right, we have a matchup. We're doing a bracket challenge. We have a matchup. Who does she like better? Out of those two, who do you like better? Who do you think was the better point guard? He did, and you know him probably better than we do. So, who would you have to pick out of those two? Girl, All right, my mom wants you to know that Ethan and Jared are really happy. You were the tiebreaker. I'm done. You were the tiebreaker. Appreciate that. So we have to go and finish the podcast. We will let you know when this when we let this out. Fuck Gerald Fitch. <laughs> All right, thank you. Love you, Grandma. <laughs> what does she know? That was awesome. That was my favorite moment of the entire freaking podcast. That was, that was amazing. That was Ada Dyer, my that grandmother. Was a, that was such a. Oh my god. That made me so happy. It was a roller coaster of emotions. I had no idea. For real? Like four different people. My grandmother knows her shit. I didn't even know any of that. God, yeah. That was awesome. Oh, the lovely man. doctor was there. Grand, you go, Grandma. Unfortunately, Gerald Fitch is going to get destroyed next round by John Wall, but I'm right. good for him. Right. He made it. He did. He or did. will he get destroyed? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to call Grandma back. Gerald Fitch is cutting this bracket. <laughs> Gerald Fitch all the way. Oh, my God. So from 13, awesome. we got eight more left. We got John Wall versus Gerald Fitch, Rondo versus Wayne Turner, Eulis versus Romel Bradley, and then Knight versus Andrew Harrison. I think that's some good matchups. Yeah, that's some good ones. Yeah. So we'll get into it a little bit. We'll go do actual, some actual stuff first. I was so happy, my grandma. Oh my God, that was awesome. That was, that was awesome. I'm so that glad she called back. She knew, she knew her shit, though. She knew oh, shit. I but she had her on there. She yeah. had her on here one she week. She to come into the stabbing cabin. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say about my grandmother? <laughs> She's already been here a couple of times. <laughs> I'm sorry. You had to find out this week. <laughs> <laughs> you were working on the same day, yeah? <laughs> right. That's why she was giving me directions to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> she can't listen to this now. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's awesome. We love you, Terry's grandma. Uh, I guarantee you she listens. Uh, she wanted to the other day and couldn't, couldn't find it, but yeah. It's, wanted, it's everywhere. How old is she? I'm going to pick out the episode she listens to because <laughs> last episode y'all started talking about my dick, so I don't think that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Did you leave it in there? Yeah, I'll leave it in there. <laughs> in there. <laughs> you were talking about the baby. <laughs> Podcast goes no. from zero to sixty, yeah, like really fast. When we first played it, we tried to like make it kind of PG. Oh yeah, that was, that's out the window. It's <laughs> no pretty clear from the beginning. Uh, yeah. We need to keep this kid friendly. Who cares? And we're talking about Terry's baby arm dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's all moms now. Who cares? <laughs> my, my grandma's definitely gonna listen to this one too, which is fine. We love you. She knows we all uh, could have oh like God. make a different version for her. <laughs> <laughs> this is the prayer hour. <laughs> Grandma, go get your TV guide. We'll walk uh, you through it. We will have to say, Mama. You did know your shit. She does, yeah. I'm, pr- yes. I'm proud. That was awesome. I'm proud. Yeah, it was. I was nice. All right. So, 
the only, only the big news for this week. Uh, let's start with this. Marcus Bowden is still undecided. He, he was supposed to announce last night during the Jordan game, but he waited. Now he said he was going to announce today on Sunday. I was going to announce tomorrow on Sunday. That is. Now a report just came out like 20 minutes ago that he's not going to announce anytime soon. What the What's going on with this? Like three like, years from now, he's going to be like tomorrow for sure. Two yeah. <laughs> thousand years yeah. later. Do you think that's good or bad though that he's waiting so long? Ah. Uh, I could go either way, really. It, yeah, either way, like, just I just feel like his family's just trying to flip him to go Duke all the way, even though he's like really wanting to go to Kentucky. Yeah. I think it's, it's getting kind of old. I want to go announce and get it over with, but I think it's probably good because as of last week, pretty much everyone was saying he was yeah. going to Duke. So I think the longer he waits, I think the better it is for us. Yeah. But Turns knows? out I was just like I'm still going to TCU. <laughs> just like oh, I'd rather that than Duke. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually with Jared. I think I think him waiting is a good thing. Like, I thought for sure he was going to commit to Duke, but like now, like you said, he's been he's been putting it off. But I've been hearing too is that I don't know if it's any, any truth or not. Matt Jones tweeted after the day saying that uh, he he thinks that Matt Marcus Bowden like slightly favors Kentucky, but everyone in his party like his family mm-hmm. heavily favors Duke. So it's the same with the Harrison twins. The yeah. dad wanted him to go to Maryland. Thank God they didn't. Oh, shit. Yeah. They would have been good, too. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, Mark, who knows where he's going to go. We could, we could really need him next year. I mean, we, he, he's got a spot on the team if he wants to play. Obviously, mm-hmm. he'll, be starting, he'll be starting the center. Oh, yeah, definitely. After last year, I want all the big guys. All we can tell you. All of them. We're just going to start laughing like Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think he's 17. Imagine us being at that age trying to pick. Or to play college basketball. It would be easy for us since we're just so hard raging UK fans. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, it, it's got to be hard though. I mean, yeah. being something like that situation. I mean, it, I mean, either choice he picks is going to be a good choice for him. Obviously, like I hate Duke, but I mean, if you pick Duke, that's that's a good pick for you. I mean, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna have, you're gonna turn out pretty well. If you pick usually. Duke, we hate you. Until Coach yeah. K tries to force you out for someone else. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe or that. Or make you trip other players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Derek Thornton. The point guard from Duke. He was a McDonald's All-American last year. Coach K made him come early to Duke. Mm-hmm. Skip to senior year. Skip to senior year, and now he's transferring out of Duke. Duke fans online, a lot of the Duke staff is saying that it wasn't the right fit for him. He just wasn't comfortable at Duke. I don't believe that. I think Coach K kicked no. him out so he could get Marcus Bolden to come It's in. just all too perfect the way it sets up. Yep. It just happened to be this way that he would just leave. Why would he leave? Why would he leave a program like Duke? He was gonna play. He was gonna play too. I mean, he's a good player. Because Coach K don't care. Don't care. That's just awful, though. Makes him reclassify. Skips his senior year and then kicks him off the team, pretty much. No, some people were saying, like, he would also be, like, fighting for playing time with, like, all these guards coming in for Duke. And I was like, he'd still... He was still a five-star recruit? Still a five-star recruit. He'd still get at least, like, a couple of minutes. Yeah, he would Imagine if Calipari did something like this. Oh, he'd be crucified. He would be crucified by the media if he did something. The like media's that. not yeah. even talking about it either. Like, not putting Coach Kane in a bad spotlight at all. I mean, they're just saying, oh, it wasn't a good fit for him, obviously. Book, I don't believe that. I honestly think Coach K kicked him off the team to open up a scholarship. We talked about this last week, too, with uh, Grayson Allen coming back. There, might not, there was no scholarships open for Marcus Bowden. And it just happened to Derek, Derek, Derek Thornton transfers out. If Coach K did anything, they would. Just like slander him all over the news. They do anyway. He doesn't yeah, even they, do anything. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if he does anything, good or bad, which not bad, they always do that. But Duke, oh, it's the Duke. Yeah, oh, the most, since right. Coach K, he's like a really yeah. good character guy. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. 
just he like, faces just me. Ethan just he just went like, it's like a bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's actually like my tumor, like acting up right now. I thought he was about to get his ghetto on. And just... It's like Ethan's like one of those like <laughs> don't uh, go there. He's one of those sassy women who like snaps. Yeah, <laughs> you have to you have to clap to every syllable you say. Yeah. No, he like didn't. A, I feel like another scenario might have been Coach K already trying to groom Thornton to be his assistant coach in a few years. <laughs> Thornton's just like, I gotta get out of here. That's true. I can't do this. I saw, uh, do y'all know who Chester is who calls into KSR? Unfortunately. He calls in, he's like really passionate, right? Like, he's kind of crazy. Like, he called in a couple years ago saying that, he called in during the NIT year saying that the liberal media was why we didn't make the tournament that year. <laughs> but he called in the day, Tyler Ulysses was on there. And uh, he called in basically to asking Tyler. He's just like, I want you to hear me out, Tyler. What if you did go to the NBA? You came back for two years, and then you had a coaching, like basically a coaching position waiting on you, like after you get out. I was like, the dude wants to play. Yeah, he's gonna play in the NBA. He's gonna be a lottery pick. I mean, no, like in the future, who knows? I mean, just because you know the game doesn't mean you can coach. Yeah, but. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Like he's like, can you can you please just forget your life and come back so to appease all of us, <laughs> please. Uh, but, but yeah, Coach King, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, he's all I have to say. Yeah. The good news is uh, last night was the Jordan game. Yeah, our two guys freaking showed out. De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, co MVPs of the game. They that was great. Bam and Abayo didn't look bad either. Oh, all he had guys like good. three vicious dunks and like. I think at one point the commentators about like fainted because <laughs> <laughs> he went coast to coast. And then he just like, just like he just hovered, <laughs> like as soon as he got past the free throw line, and they were just like, bam! Like Space Jam, his arm just extended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his arm just extended way up. <laughs> there, there was one really big kid last night. It was like Spellman, the Kansas player. No different. Is one. it Spellman? Oh, the one for Kansas I, is like five hundred pounds. I don't know if that's. I think this one is going to Villanova. Oh, okay. But his name's like Spellman, and this guy pretty much like called him fat. On live television, <laughs> and then he like was silent for a little bit. And then he was like, "Oh, I mean, he's not like conditioned yet, because <laughs> because like he he was close to breaking Mari Stoudemire's uh, rebounding record wow. in last night's game, and he was just like, yeah, he's got all these rebounds because he's all fat. He's a fat sack of shit. <laughs> he Easy. legit he was legit was just like, just imagine if he was actually thin. <laughs> he's like, well, Forward. athletically that- conditioned." <laughs> I want to bring up another fat athlete, and then we'll go back to the Jordan game. Ethan, do you know who Pablo Sandoval is? Baseball player? He plays for the Don't Giants. Don't people call him the Panda? Yeah, panda. he played for the Giants, and he plays for the Red Sox. He he got hurt a couple week, like a week ago, right? He hurt his shoulder, so he's in the DL. The Red Sox already told him, like, unless you lose weight, you cannot come back and play for us. He's fat. That he's last fat. year, too. They were yeah. trying to lose weight. He, re- he signed with the Red Sox last year, beginning of last season. And he did come up to the Giants where he'd won like three World Series with them. He was good with the Giants, yeah. too. That's the hell of it. I don't understand how. He's literally like, he was a tank. The dude, like, he had, like, his center of gravity was so, like, so good. It's like Jared Lorenzen. Yeah. He swung <laughs> last week. Did you see this? I don't think he so. swung and missed. I shit you not, and his belt exploded. Yeah. <laughs> his belt broke off. <laughs> and then the next game, it shows him, and he's 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 outside the batter's box. And in the background, there's a guy in the stands. He's like, "I found your belt." And he had like four belts connected together. <laughs> I've never seen a dude this this big before. Like sometimes you'll see pitchers that are kind of big, but this dude, he's a third baseman, and he's huge. He has a hoop around to get onto the field. Yeah. He's too fat to play. That's crazy. They said the uh, the Red Sox cut off his hotel room service so he couldn't get any more food. No. Oh, shit. And he, he he injured his shoulder this week, and they said it, they think it's because he slept on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke. Like, this is, like, no, this is, 
incredible. Well, they, it's also, since he's in Boston, you know how many fucking like really good restaurants and shit around there? Yeah, it's probably true, too. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, when you first started this, you were going to take up for him? No, you totally no. just stabbed Dude, him. I don't like him. Stabbed him in his big, like, fat it's, back. It's, yeah. it. it's a fan finds public centerfold belt. It's crazy. One thing I do want to talk about, though, one more baseball thing is uh, Billy Hamilton for the Reds. Do you know who that is, Ethan? No. He's a center fielder for the Reds. He's probably the quickest player in a long, long time in baseball. Mm-hmm. Had one of the greatest catches I've ever seen in baseball history last night. I didn't see it. Matt Carpenter for the Cardinals. Hit, should have been a home run, right? Hits it straightaway center. It's about three feet over the wall. Billy Hamilton climbs up on the wall, reaches back, and just steals it. Actually, I think I didn't see it. It was insane. Yeah, it was awesome. If that dude could hit at all, he'd be a Hall of Famer at all. If, if he could hit at all, he'd be one of the best players in baseball. He's he really would. I think I saw that on Facebook. He's insane. Like, he's he's quick, and he's also he's like an elite outfitter, too. He's the best defensive center fielder I've ever seen. Yeah, he really is. He's just insane. Like I said, if he could hit or get on base at all, he would be phenomenal. I tweeted out last night that he has the tools to be one of the best players in baseball. He does, yeah. It's just it's too bad one of those tools isn't the ability to hit. <laughs> yeah, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a big one. Maybe it'll come. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't hit he when he played for the bats. He couldn't hit when he played for the bats. Yeah. He's tiny. He's really skinny. Yeah. Like, I just, why can't he bunt? If he could just bunt, just bunt. Just do a drag bunt and you're on first base every single time. Nobody can throw him out. Can't do it. Yeah, so he'll fast, hit like yeah. he'll hit like a like a hard line drive to second base, the grounder, and he's like it's like a like a step step play. Like he's almost out. It's crazy. How awesome would so that fast. be? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> How awesome would that be if he bunted every time? So to the point of where everybody well. just lines up on first base, like they're all ready for it. <laughs> I remember uh, like when he first got caught up to the bigs, like I think he actually played against the Cardinals in one of his first, mm-hmm. it was his first series, and he came as a pinch runner at first, and I was like so excited because it was Yadier Molina versus Billy Hamilton, who was going to win that battle. And I was like, he ain't gonna beat Yadi, destroyed Yadi. What <laughs> even yeah, close? Dad, I don't think Yadi's thrown him out yet. I don't think anyone has hardly. He's insane. Like I was like I was like oh no one can beat Yadi, and I saw it, I was like well yeah he destroyed Yadi. Yeah. That dude is insane. Like, so if only he could hit. If he could hit, he'd be phenomenal. Phenomenal. Right, looks uncomfortable. We can move on. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to lie. I kind of zoned out for a bit. <laughs> All right, let's let's like, move on to soccer. Actually, you are, aren't you? I got it written down. <laughs> well, back to the Jordan game. Yeah, like Our two guys, they showed out. I mean, De'Aaron Fox and Link Monk. I mean, we're going to have a great backcourt next year. Yeah. I'm really excited. I know at one point, uh, like, uh, they, like, they were all they were doing was talking about the Duke guys next year. It's like you wouldn't even think anyone else even existed out there. Like just Duke, 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 Harry, Giles, Giles, however you say it. I think I think it's Giles because I heard everyone saying Giles. Oh, okay. now. Frank Jackson like almost died. Does his name Frank? Yeah. Frank Jackson. Just like the dude from UConn. He popped his fucking shoulder yeah, out. Yeah, he's like spazzing around the court. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> I, I felt bad. My first thought was like, I hope he's all right. It was literally, please don't be one of our guys. That's my first thought. <laughs> well, like. I was just wondering. I was like, "This guy's pretty good." And where's he going? And then all of a sudden, when they showed he's going to UConn, I was like, "Of course, uh, a tiny fucking fast point guard." Now I have to hate I just him. Thought it was a new dance he was doing. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him run around on the court. The, the break dance back. <laughs> I didn't know what's going on? He just got there. Noise, <laughs> noise. <laughs> but for Frank Jackson, for real, to let you about broken half uh, last night because he went up for the rebound, just landed right in the back of his neck. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> But like Ethan, was, Ethan, you've been talking. You've been telling me this for a while now. It's true. Duke's gonna be really good next year. But so are we. We're gonna be just as good. Like we're it, gonna be good. Pretty much, Duke and Kentucky are gonna be the best teams. And Michigan State's gonna be good too. They got a, they yeah. got a good recruiting class coming in. Yeah, they're gonna uh, be good. What's his name? Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yeah. Duke can get up. He had like three ridiculous dunks. I saw that one last night. He was nasty. We yeah. gotta fucking play them real early in the season. I'm excited. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> We've not played I mean, well against I mean, Michigan I, State. Well, we only played them that one. Well, I'm thinking time. in recent memory is like uh, we. I remember that uh, played the Julius Randall team. Yeah, we played it. We played in the tournament. Was the last one before the Randall team the Sparks game? That's what I was thinking. No, yeah, it probably was, wasn't it? We also played them in the. Uh, there was like some bowl game. It was like a football stadium. It was like the most fans ever at a game. Do you remember that from years and years ago? <clears throat> it was at a huge mm-hmm. football stadium, and it was at the time it was like over a hundred thousand people there. We did. Yeah, we did. Kentucky, Michigan State. Was just like. Okay. Century? Yeah, it was probably I'd say at least <laughs> I'd say maybe like mid two thousands. I can't remember that far back. Like I remember because like it was a big deal to my parents for some whatever reason. Jared's gotta look it up. We didn't go. You look it up. Yes. Right. If he's right, I just, I just remember like the Patrick Spark shot, and then I'm I remember you. the Randall team. I've never heard. Yeah. I am almost certain it was Kentucky Michigan State. Sure, I mean, I'm not doubt. I'm not doubting. I'm just saying I don't remember. <laughs> they don't. Have, it was basketball, Jared. <laughs> it was not football. <laughs> it was basketball. Yeah. Yeah, it was I swear to God, I thought you said football. No, it was basketball. No. They played in a football stadium. I was going to say 100,000 people. Yeah. You heard it, but that, okay. yeah. Right, 100,000 yeah. people for a Kentucky-Michigan State football no, game? No, there's not even 100,000 Kentucky football fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, like I, I, I think I'm right. It was Kentucky-Michigan State basketball game, regular season, and they played in a football stadium. And there was like 100,000 people there. At the time, it was the most ever at a game. I'm sure it's been broken now since Dallas has a, you know, Parthenon or Coliseum <laughs> that is. I know we did that with Baylor. It might have been Baylor. And that was just two years ago. Though. No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was a while back. Here, let me look it up too. I'm pretty sure. Unless I'm just like retarded. That sounds familiar, but I don't remember it being Michigan State I for just some reason. I just feel like it wouldn't be us <laughs> playing in oh, here that it is. stadium. Is it? I don't know if that actually happened or not. Michigan State to play Kentucky. This was from 2003. Is that right? Michigan State to play Kentucky in the basket bowl at Detroit's Ford Field. Yep, we won by five. Yep, here it is right here. The attendance was 78,000. Jesus. Yeah, it's called the basket bowl. <laughs> That's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> That's so bad. We're <laughs> uh, actually playing basket, when did uh, happen? basketball. 2000, oh, God. December 13, 2003. God. We won 79-74, never trailed throughout the contest. It was the record. Until the 2010 NBA All-Star Game, which was in Dallas Stadium, which was 108,000. Good God. Speaking of football fields, I wish they would move the Final Four back to Basketball Stadium. It's so stupid. No, fucking football stadium. Yeah. Some of the seats that people have at those games. Like Why even go? See. You're just sitting to watch the screen anyway. You have a 55-inch TV at home. Yeah. Why I want to? You were, you were up there pretty high, right? When you was what? Uh, at Lucas Oil, Lucas for, Oil. for Kentucky, Michigan. Your seats were good still, right? Like that. They were still like there at the nosebleeds, but it could have been much worse. But the atmosphere, you got to think. I mean, sure, it was really cool still. It was cool, but I kept my mouth shut the entire game because <laughs> I was just surrounded by Michigan fans. <laughs> and also, wasn't you with the douchebag? Yeah, he was yeah, with the so. douchebag. <laughs> well, actually, he sits somewhere away. Oh, okay. so it was just, <laughs> that makes it better. Hopefully, he got jumped. <laughs> All right, you ready for round for the second round of this tournament? Let's do it. All right, first oh. matchup. John Wall versus uh, Terry's grandma's favorite, Gerald Fitch. Uh, Sorry, grandma. Obviously, we know we're going to pick John Wall here. That's yeah. pretty certain. But Sorry, man, I'm going to probably go with Fitch here. Gerald Fitch. <laughs> just because of all the, the <laughs> stuff you just heard. Gerald Fitch. All right, we got to uh... <laughs> We'll be reminding you. my grandma? <laughs> like, I remember. <laughs> she just completely tells the story again about his doctor. <laughs> but she's going to go on about John Wall, though. She yeah. loves John Wall. There's actually a story about John Wall going to college at a party. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> that. I cut that out last week. Oh, did you say I it? I don't out. remember if you said it actually on the podcast last week. Did you just cut it out? Yeah, I said I cut it out. I was oh. like, we can't have it. Oh, too far. There was a moment in last week's podcast where I was just like, because we make fun of like Devin Booker, and I was just like, 
I'm Devin Booker. Yeah, <laughs> I left it in there, so it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, so it made me look <laughs> stupid. Yeah, yeah, because I think me and you were talking about that. You're like, I'm Devin Booker. And I'm just, <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. You're welcome. Sam has too much power with this. <laughs> I do. Oh, Jared, did you read the description I put in last week's podcast yet? I didn't oh. read it, but I'm sure it has something to do with cutting pizzas. No. Kind of. I mean, let me get it. I was pretty proud of it. Like, every week in the description... Like, I don't know if anybody reads them or not, but, like, I'll just put, like... I a, usually do. I'll put, like, a, we talked about this this week, you know, try to put something, draw some people in. This one, I just had to do something a little bit different. Do you want to read it off, Terry, it. or do you want me to read it off? You can read it off, Terry. You got it. Pretty good. I, I think it... What am I to see this? <laughs> Terry, not yet. That goes, in the, that goes in the beginning, at the end. There we go. <laughs> all right. You read it off. You, you got it. It's all you. Terry can read it off. No, it's oh, about it's about me and Ethan. Oh, you should read it off. Read yeah. It. <clears throat> so Jared's good. This is a description for last week's podcast that went up yesterday. <laughs> Here it is. Ethan gazed straight into Terry's eyes as the moonlight reflected off his pale cheeks. Terry spoke Ethan. I've never felt this way about any guy. Stop making out. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I've never sorry. felt this way about anyone before. You really get me. The two embraced as the hood of Terry's beetle mirrored. Oh, <laughs> empty pizza box and dirty scissors that lied within. That's beautiful. Yeah. It really is. Didn't even talk about Kentucky sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't really either last week. <laughs> I feel like somebody probably found this podcast and read that and just bailed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to listen to some fucking porno. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I was pretty proud of it. it just as, just as, as a reminder. As I was eating pizza. <laughs> it was well written. <laughs> so John Wall, he was phenomenal when he played Kentucky, obviously, but he was okay. Just to pull some of his Gerald stats. Fish was better. <laughs> Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, we really did that? No, no. I'm not, I'm not letting that happen. <laughs> We've already proxied yeah. your vote in. And John Dewall's one year Kentucky. He averaged 16.65 points, six and a half assists, and about four turnovers, which is the highest out of any of the guys in the list, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the dude won, he won the Rupp Player of the Year, the National Freshman of the Year, the first team All American, SEC Player of the Year, All SEC First Team. All SEC freshman team and the number one pick in the draft. Gerald Fitch averaged uh, <laughs> 11 points a game. And that's about well, it. Trying to get here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was all, okay. Gerald Fitch was also all SEC the freshman team and then the SEC first team that's one year. I, that's what I thought. John Wall had the single season assist record for about four or five years until Ewis broke it in one year. And. He's good. Joe mm. Fitch co-started Abercrombie and Fitch. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but I don't know. So. That's a true fact. Let me look it up. Granted, <laughs> granted some thanks towards Fitch here. Uh, John Wall finished on 124th on the all-time scoring list. Gerald Fitch finished 24th, 100 spots better. That's why he's better. It only took him 90 more games, but he, was, he did it. Yeah, was, he did it. <laughs> John Wall actually finished 34th. On the assist all time, and Gerald and Gerald Fitch finished thirty seventh. No, I mean shit. He did that in one year. <laughs> <laughs> one thing goes for Gerald Fitch too. He averaged one and a half assists, or one and a half turnovers per game. That is in his career. John Wall averaged four. We can't have that. Nope. I'm just, I don't know what you're <laughs> trying to convince we're me. We're picking of. John Wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta pick John, John Wall. Wall. <laughs> I like we like we love Gerald Fitch except for John Wall. Someone like, one another brought life back to Kentucky basketball. If we called my grandma and asked her that question, she'd probably yell at all of us. <laughs> John Wall was to this generation as uh, Jamal Mashburn yep. was to post uh, death penalty. Would you all mm-hmm. say that John Wall was the most important recruit we've ever gotten since Cal's been here? Yeah, easily. Yeah, he it brought like, he brought it all back. Yeah. I, we we had never seen Kentucky on top like that ever. 
Well, I they had been in like 96, 98, but we were just wee lads. Which is why I wanted to kill myself after we lost to West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the hardest loss for me as a UK fan, was that West Virginia loss. It was a rough one. I balled like a fucking child. Yeah, I did too. Like even last year, losing to Wisconsin, 38. No, that was, that was not as hard as a West Virginia game for me, for whatever reason. Because that was our first real shot. Yeah. And we just played awful. We just had the worst game the entire season. Our worst game paired with that West Virginia will never shoot like that ever again. I mean, they did not miss. And then the very next game, like, Deshaun Butler takes his fucking ACL. I was just like, do the John Wall now. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that gave me a little bit of closure from that was the next year. Whenever uh, DeAndre Liggins, we beat them, and he just goes, dude, the John Wall now. <laughs> I will forever love DeAndre Liggins just for that quote. I love that guy. He was great. Yeah. You know, there, there's three years since Calipari's been here that we should have won the title. 2010, 2012, and last year. Yeah. We won the 2012 one and yeah. won the other two, and that is just yeah. brutal. I'd say we, we deserved the one that won uh, – the two years, well, in the championship, like from like two years ago. But granted, we deserved to win that game, but I don't want the yeah. title. No, like we no, were no. we were good that year, but we shouldn't have won the title that year. We didn't deserve it. We should have won that game, but mm-hmm. yeah, we had the three best team. We had the best team in the country three times now with Cal. We won it once, but next year we got a good shot. We're gonna be good next year, no doubt. Well, Jared, I think you said once before that the tournament really is the worst way to pick it. It doesn't event. pick the real champion. champion. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's it a lot. Does. Of, it's a lot of fun, but it does. Like you said, it does not pick two the best, best teams this last season. Who would you say? Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> Kansas, Oklahoma, Michigan State. Yeah. Neither of them won it. I mean, it's just. Villanova. Who would have, honest to God, completely serious picked Villanova before the tournament? Sam said they were going to lose the first weekend. I did. I did too. I think I we all we all just about did. Well, Based on recent history. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't been surprising. And all the history, right? Like, so. Yeah. I would pick them to go far too. Like they always had potential and just never did it. They'll they lose the number one seed next year. So, so, so this year, I was like, no, there's no way. They always do this. I, mean, I love the tournament, but it's it's not the best way to pick a champion. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Five so, game series. <laughs> next God. couple of years. Top two teams. Top two teams. <laughs> As the ratings just plummet. <laughs> uh, the one thing too. Uh, did y'all see the NBA announce that starting next year? Sorry. Starting next year, they're gonna start having ads on the jerseys. That's so stupid. What is this fucking NASCAR? I was going to say that. I hate it. With soccer, the reason they do that is because there's no commercials. Right. There's soccer games besides halftime. This makes this is just all about money with the it's, NBA. That's all it's it is. really, really annoying. Actually. That's all professional sports are, really, anyway. Oh, yeah. I'm not having that. They're actually doing it for three years. They're doing it for a three-year test run, see how it goes. They're selling their jerseys. Oh, Pornhub's yeah. one of them. <laughs> you mean corn hub? Yeah. Corn hub. It's, it's like April 1st, they just got a corn hub logo. Just right on the ass. <laughs> Like, like it's like soccer does it, but I mean, it has, it has a reason. Yeah, soccer has a legit reason why they have to. <laughs> yeah, it. Remember, uh, years <laughs> ago, laughing clown liquor. Years ago, during I think it was the World Cup, or like <laughs> what uh, Talladega Nights. They were laughing clown. Is that what it was? Laughing clown. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't or, say this. Fist is gonna have laughing clown, or just a cougar saying me on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cougar, but what's me? I can't say this one though, but I sure do love fig newtons. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Make a lot so, of animal noises over here. <laughs> All right. Next matchup. This is an interesting one. I really think so. Rajon Rondo versus Wayne Turner. Wayne Turner. It's not even close for me. No, I was going to say Wayne Turner. I agree. Like, okay. Rondo had a lot of assists, but I mean. <laughs> Wasn't that close? Uh, all right. <laughs> Are we all in agreement? Wayne Turner. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should talk more about Wayne Turner. One of the two have it, the Raptors up in the jersey. 
Yeah. Raptors up in the jersey. Raptors. <laughs> <Actual> Raptors. <laughs> I think, did they? Yeah, his, his jersey's up there, isn't it? I think so. Just mm-hmm. recently. Plus, uh, just last year. I think they he won us a title. Wayne Turner yeah. did. And yeah. You can't, you can't take that for granted. We'll also use something out as Kentucky player. And Rondo's did awesome in the right, NBA. Right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. Exactly. If you're going to pick a guy based on every, their entire career for NBA, you're going to pick Rondo. Yeah. But for Kentucky, Wayne Turner. He had a better career than Rondo did at Kentucky. Like, no one thought Rondo was going to be that good when he no. left Kentucky. That dude won, like, he won, like, two titles, I think, with Boston? One. Just one? I think just that core one. one yeah, I think so. They okay. made it to, like, two. Yeah. Garnett lost his mind in the postgame. Jared Cron. All right. Next game. Ramil Bradley versus Tyler Eulis. Oh, man. Do you, oh, ever, do you remember Eulis? Oh, I thought we were going to. Oh. Remember Eulis? It's the yeah. high ones. Okay. He's the um, he's the dude who talked to himself on the court. I, like, <laughs> I don't think Good so. job, Ty. Nice shot, Ty. Is he the short one? He's, yeah, he, he did, never did reach his potential. He hit the he twin, right? Short. Hit the twin. <laughs> We're picking Eulis, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> even though I do love Ramel Bradley. Yeah, I, uh, this doesn't need to be I would have to say, about. though, yeah, when he was there, he just played like with his soul yeah. and his face. Like I remember him <laughs> bashing his face, face on the court one time. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? What was it? I'd be playing with his heart. Right, I don't think I remember one game. With their face. Yeah, because he just went up for a loose ball, and just got his feet knocked out, and he like had a concussion on the court right there. Bradley, yeah, wow. I think I do remember that. Yeah, did he dead? <laughs> no, he yeah. didn't dead. That's, that's a yeah. That's a, <laughs> he's, he lived. <laughs> that's a tough draw for Ramel Bradley, isn't it? He might. No. He might. He, I probably would have had him advance a little bit further. Yeah, but, but no, we can't pick him. But nah, you gotta pick Eulis. I mean, you got a bad draw. Next one, Brandon Knight versus Andrew Harrison. Before we start, Brandon Knight, very, like we've said this every podcast, I think, yeah. very, very unappreciated mm-hmm. Cal player. I mean, he's pretty much single-handedly led us to that Final Four, our first Final Four since Cal's, that we can ever remember, really. It's 98. Yeah. That was one of my favorite teams, too, that year with uh, Brandon Knight, Doron Lamb, Terrence Jones, Jorts. Miller, Jorts. I love Jorts. Leggins. I have one of his shirts. Yeah, Leggins. Leggins hit the step back three to knock out UNC in Elite Eight. That is crazy. I'll never forget that. Of all the people on our team. DeAndre Just the ultimate no, no, no. Yes. yes. <laughs> that, like, that, that entire year showed you what a crapshoot the tournament is. We could have got knocked out by Princeton in the first round. It took Brandon Knight a game-winning layup, and we ended up making the Final Four. Yeah. I mean that's it. Again, it's, it's not the best way to choose a champion. It's, it's just not. Like Ohio yeah. State was the best team that year. Easily, that team Easily. was great. Yeah, big fat Jared Sollinger. Jared Sollinger's yep. putting fat rolls all over the place. He's gonna hear one of these podcasts and just come and beat the hell out of everyone. <laughs> Good luck, Jared. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a key to get into the stabbing cabin. He just like, he just knocks on the like, door. He's, <laughs> oh, he, he probably introduces you. Like he probably hears me introduce you as Jared. He's like, I don't remember doing this podcast. <laughs> Doesn't sound like me at all. Who do they think they are? <laughs> but who would y'all rather have running the point on your team, Brandon Knight or Andrew Harrison? Come on, I'd say Brandon. I'd say Brandon. Close. I agree. I agree. I mean, like I said, so I think- Brandon can also fucking shoot lights out. Yeah, that might be the only thing. So the four guys we got left, we have the final fours: John Wall versus Wayne Turner, Eulis, and then Brandon Knight. Mm-hmm. Like we already see where this is going. You yeah. could have put the final two and then filled in the rest of the bracket. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much that's what's going to happen. But let's go and do this next round too. Yeah. Wall versus Turner. I mean, like I don't remember Turner a lot. Well, one of them's got a championship, so I'm going to go with Turner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People told me that uh, basically Wayne Turner was like a better Dominique Hawkins. He's a real scrappy player, one of those small mm-hmm. guards. Obviously, number one player, uh, most steals in Kentucky career. So, But John Wall, what he did was insane. 
The dude won everything. First yeah. pick in the draft. Brought us back. Again, they started it all. So. Brought us back from the dead. dead. Like, not even On counting. Easter Sunday! Back <laughs> <laughs> from the dead! Back from the dead! I still just... Can't that. I just had to bring that up. <laughs> I don't think we ever brought that up on the podcast. What's that? You never heard that? Whenever uh, Syracuse beat Virginia uh, in the uh, lead eight. No. Kevin Harlan, whatever it was. Yeah. He said, back from the dead on Easter Sunday. Syracuse. Probably made so many people mad, too. Yeah. Probably. Oh, was yeah. dying. All right. <laughs> Next one. To get to the championship round against John Wall, we have Tyler Ulis versus Brandon Knight. <sighs> I love Brandon Knight, I but I can't Brandon pick Knight, him. Yeah. I can't pick him. Especially after this year. Yeah. I mean, what Tyler Ulis did this year was insane. Ulis, for his career, averaged 1.5 turnovers per game. That's not possible. That's insane. That is possible. insane. The only guy who came close on this list is... Uh, there's only one guy who finished with less turnovers. Ryan Harrow. <laughs> How? Well, it's because he, he's too busy crying in the corner to touch the fucking ball. <laughs> yeah. He's too nervous. He's like, what if I throw the ball and it hurts somebody? <laughs> At one point, just Nerlens was the point guard. He was like, "I got this." Yeah. But for the minutes Eagles played, like, like we knew it this year. Like, I, I've never seen the stat before, but he just never turned the ball over. Never. He just that guy's just insane. He'll go down as one of my favorite players of all time. So, gotta pick Eagles. Yeah. I would have you gotta have him. It, it's very That's close, unanimous. but I gotta take Eagles. That's not really close. I don't think it's that close. And I love no. Brandon Knight. Yeah, I mean, Brandon, I, Brandon Knight. I just love Brandon Knight just for that final. Let's four. do this. Let's do a third place game too. Okay. Yeah. So third place. Brandon Knight or Wayne Turner? Who would you rather have? This would probably be different for people who actually remembered watching Wayne Turner. Yeah, but I would go with Knight. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of between. If we weren't just young lads, yeah, like there's there's probably grandma. No, no, grandma. (laughs) Like there's probably some. She's probably she'd probably be yelling at us right now. (laughs) I'm gonna pick Knight. I'm with you all. I'm gonna pick Knight. I know Knight. I know what he's gonna bring, but I mean Wayne Turner. I mean. Not a bad consolation prize. Great, he was yeah. with like anybody older the than us. Cats. Anybody older than us would probably pick Turner. Plus, a lot of people they'll probably pick guys that actually grew up watching. I you know, I want you to call her now just to ask her. Right <laughs> night, Wayne Turner. I'll ask her tonight. She'll, I'll let her listen to the podcast. <laughs> she'll, All right. I do remember she'll Wayne me. Turner hitting some clutch shots in that comeback against Duke, just from highlights. Uh, the comeback cats. Yeah. All right, so we got a championship game. We're gonna save it for last. That's what we do. We're gonna keep y'all listening. All 20 of you. <laughs> They're probably already Same pissed time. off and turned it off right. now. So the big Brandon Knight Are they stupid? <laughs> we picked all cow guys, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard not to. Right, the cow guys have been better. He's brought in like a class of just elite players. I mean. So. I think Michael Porter got a rough draw. I think he should have made it a little further. <laughs> Poor Rondo. All right. The biggest news we haven't talked about yet. Kobe played his final game in the NBA. Put up 60 points in his final game. Like, I've never been a Kobe fan, but I've cheered for that guy so hard in his final game. Good. I'm so happy to see that. Goes out on top when it is like 15th game of the season. But <laughs> dropping 60 points when you're like 37, 38 years old, that's insane. Anybody that knows me, I hate Kobe. I've always hated Kobe. Yeah. First thing I've ever learned about you. That was it. I met you and said, hey, I'm Jared. I hate Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I've never liked the guy, but that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen, even if it did take him 60 shots to do it. It was a storybook ending. It really was. It was like a movie. That's the way a movie should end. He shot more uh, times in this game than he did in the 81-point game. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. What did he, he put up, 50 shots? Yeah, yeah, it was, at least. It was, it was 50. Yeah, 50. He w- that was still his best uh, percentage. He raised his like points per game for this season up almost an entire point. <laughs> I swear. Went 22 of 50. Yeah, but that's that's the end of a legend. I mean, 
like listen, love him or hate him, I mean that's a that's a key player gone in the NBA it now. Is a bummer. It really is. Like we said earlier, we're talking like everyone else like so buddy buddy, everyone loves each other. Kobe was the the opposite of that. He was the epitome of being a douchebag. Everyone hated him to play with him, but he was so good. Like if you're that big of a douche, but and you can back it up with your playing, go for it. And he did. Good old Kobe. Well, you, you can. You was talking about villains. You love villains. He's a good villain. He was a good villain. Oh well, yeah, for early in his career when he like you know no. he, got, he got in trouble for something. Right. We won't speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was. That was <laughs> I think we all knew. <laughs> just let you. Thing, just let you all know. But then he changed his number, and it was all good. The only thing that really uh, bothered me this year is that Kobe, for his entire career, has kind of been an asshole. Yeah. To yeah. everyone, to media, and everything. And this year, he's just trying to act like he wasn't. Yeah. He'd been nice to everybody, so he could go out. That's a nice guy. Giving everyone shoes it's after just the game. Kind of hypocritical to me. But just what he did. He did for Devin Booker a couple weeks ago. He like gave him a pair of shoes. Like he signed him. He was just like, "You got like a bright future in this league, kid." And he's like, "He's like, good job, book. You really made yourself proud, book." Was that what Devin said to himself? Yeah, imagine. Oh, okay. Jim Nance yeah. gave him his tie. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? No, no, I didn't. Oh my god, uh, Jenkins for Villanova. What was his first name? Chris. Chris, Chris Jenkins. Spoke After he hit that shot, Jim Nance gave him his tie. Why? I don't know. <laughs> right after, right, after? Him, the, right this, after the game, he gave him his time. This is going to bring you a lot of luck. He's just like, what the fuck is I, this? There's crumbs in here. <laughs> <laughs> it also had a note with it. You'll hang yourself in the bathroom. <laughs> Jim Nance is apparently a Go weird Tar guy. Heels. Did you hear the story about his toast? No. Has nobody heard any Jim Nance stories here lately? No. Apparently, he every time he goes to a, a place for breakfast, he asks for burnt toast. Like, burnt toast and... When they don't give it to him, he gets pissed off, so he starts carrying around a pitcher of burnt toast with him. (laughs) There's a few of them out there. He's not the only one. This is a weird dude, man. In the dozens. dozens. And he gives him his tie. So apparently, (laughs) payment. It's a tip. (laughs) Even bigger news that we didn't talk about first: the Warriors clinched the best record in NBA history, and no one cares. (laughs) (laughs) They finished the season 73 wins and nine losses. That beats the Bulls' record, and no one cares. No one's talking about it. It's all because of Kobe. Kobe. I, I mean, like, Kobe. it's like for whatever reason, like we did the same thing. We brought up Kobe first. It's a, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. I don't know why. It's just that's just not much could have been done in sports that night that would have overshadowed that story. And I just Kobe love the crying Jordan faces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're like, here's the Bulls team now. <laughs> just everyone with the <laughs> fucking Jordan face. But Steve Kerr though, I mean, he's been part of both teams. The Bulls team at one seventy two, and now this one at one seventy three. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like what else? What else? I mean, they're a good team. Like good for them. Congratulations. Wouldn't that be some State. shit? They lose in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We were talking about that the other night. Lose to the, f- <laughs> just lose, just someone out of nowhere and not win the championship. Like would that just destroy what they've done? And but the first playoff game, they go off like just crazy. <laughs> 110 to 60. <laughs> so we only got a few more minutes left, so I'm going to do some rapid-fire things real quick before we get to the championship game. Uh, other big news. Tubby Smith goes to Memphis. What do you got to think about that? He left Texas Tech. Apparently he was supposed to have like a big ceremony like the next day, and then he left for Memphis. They're just like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> Good for him. It's a better job. Good for Toby. Yeah, it's probably... Good for Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Toby. <laughs> this is probably Tubby's last chance at making a run in the tournament, mm-hmm. I'd say. It's a, it's a much better job, Memphis. He can recruit there. I still think it was crazy that Josh Passner left for fucking Georgia Tech. I think he yeah. saw the writing on the wall. He was about done at Memphis. I'm surprised That's he lasted true. as long as he did. No. But I'm happy for him. I know uh, he's any chance 
that they do like a home and home Kentucky and Memphis. The ideal scenario Ooh. is that because Memphis fans they hate Calipari yeah. still. Cal actually gave Tubby some advice. Did you hear about this? No. Like he goes, the only advice I give to Tubby, he goes, don't mention my name there. <laughs> Is that what he said? Did That's he? what he said. He goes, don't mention me. <laughs> How can you hate him so bad? But I just wish they just buried the hatchet. Like they I wish me for Rose. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. It's still. And how do you like if Mark Stoops were to have be really successful at Kentucky, he leads to like a big bowl game, and then he left for like Oklahoma. Like, good for him. Like I wouldn't blame him. Oh, Kentucky will never be Oklahoma or Texas in and football. Memphis will never be Kentucky. Exactly. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a much. It's it's the best of the best. You can't get any bigger than that. But I, I just remember they were like, "We're going to have John Wall and Demarcus Cousins on this team." Not. And all no. of a sudden, I'm just like, oh no, never mind. <laughs> they all left. I, I I feel so I don't, but like I kind of thought about feeling bad for them for a while. I was like, can you imagine that? Imagine this year, all of a sudden, like we have like all these great players coming in and they just leave, like all in like one instance, <laughs> the same day. What from number one recruiting class to unranked? And then we get Tony Barbie as a coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. But I'm happy. My ideal scenario is that like the fans from Memphis would just bury the hatchet and they do a home and home and like they'd each retire, like Memphis retire Cal's jersey and then we'd retire Tubby's jersey. That's yeah. coming. That you know that's coming. That'd Tubby, be awesome. Tubby's name's gonna be in the Raptors. It's gonna be up there. It should. It will be. He won a title. He'll be up there. He wasn't the greatest, but he's okay. He was good. Yeah. He wears socks and sandals. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> another thing. All right. Uh, Thon Maker. We talked about this last week. He declared for the draft. Declared eligible. That changes everything. It's a fucking loophole in the system. Yeah. And now there's going to be quite a lot. I'm not going to say like a lot. It'll happen. Of high school players, but there's going to be like quite a few that are just like, oh, I'm just going. I think I saw that Winnie Gabriel Maker. could do it. Yeah, he's not going to. Yeah, right. I think he could. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> God. Yeah. But yeah, like this. This could like this could be a big. This could be a big moment in college basketball like, history, right? Just here. like really opening Pandora's box. Yeah, Ethan thought of the Roman, like the uh, Greek mythology stuff here. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. I like to get deep. Yeah. But, Game of Thrones in a week. Throw that out there. Woo! One more thing I want to read off too. Uh, it's it's really funny. NCAA.com had a headline this week. Uh, it was just titled, Nova Players Surprise Boy with Cancer. What the hell, Nova? Why would you give him cancer? He's just a boy. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that article. I didn't think of that, though. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. They're <laughs> like, wow, Villanova. Funny. Really? Ochefu and Archidiacono. Just yeah. like, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to end this episode, we got our championship game. We For the... Four best friends post W starting five, also known as the FBF PTSF, the point guard section. We have Tyler Ellis versus John Wall. We 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 know the stats; they don't matter. Who would you rather have running your ideal team? How many of y'all are gonna yell at me if I say you, you can't yell at me? That's no, Ulyss. Do, 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 all right, everyone, everyone I'll say their you, pick. Terry. Everyone say their pick, and then we'll discuss it. Who do you want, Terry? Ulyss. I'm still thinking. Ulyss. I want Euless. I love really. That, I want Euless. Really, he's like he's. So your vote doesn't count. Sorry. <laughs> no, it does. Well, I actually was going to say Euless, but now I kind of want to go with John. It's crazy when you think about it to pick somebody over John Wall. That is yeah. amazing that we all said that too. Euless was, this, I mean, single season assist record. He broke it. He broke it this year, in less games. He, that's the he's a the ideal point it, guard. Yeah. It's just like if you just want John Wall, it's like because he's big. Yeah. He's, he's quick. But he's athletic. Right. He can pass just as well as Euless can. Can you imagine yeah. Tyler Euless and John Wall's body? Good God. John Wall can shoot. That's, 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 that's the biggest difference in the that's two right the there. That's the only real thing. Tyler Euless is a knockdown shooter. 
Man. Yeah. That's the only reason I think I'd really go with Euless. Yeah. I think it was a good pick. If you think some of these guys, too, that are we're going to be picking in the next couple weeks, there's not a ton of great, great shooters in the Cal era, especially. Yeah. So, we're getting, now we got one. We got Tyler Euless. I mean, that's either or. I mean, Von Wall, he's, he's your backup point guard come off the bench. That's a pretty good six man right there. But I, I'm with you all. This actually I mean, went the way I, I didn't think it was going this way. Because, like, we remember both of these guys vividly. It's not like we're picking Euless over, like, you know, one of these dudes from, like, the 80s. Like, we remember both of these guys very well. Yeah. But as a true point guard, I mean, to, if a guy's going to have to run your team, I'd want Tyler Euless with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Like you said, John Wall started it. So yeah. John Wall, and plus turnover. That's a big That's a big yeah. thing for me. Yeah. I love, I love you, John Wall. How many turnovers do you have? John Wall averaged about four turnovers a game, and Euless was, like, 1.5. Yeah. That's a big difference. There were times like he would turn it over, and like whenever the other team would start a fast break, he would get right back. He would chase that player down, <laughs> and like LeBron stuff him at the rim. Yeah, so <laughs> that's true. He's a bit more athletic. He had a vengeance every time he <laughs> lost the ball. It was just like, but there we go. All right, first week we got Tyler Ellis as our starting point guard. For I still the... feel bad for not picking John Wall. I still want John Wall. The thing is, you I don't still even... pick him. Still pick him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go but, ahead. But at the same time, I still it. I still want. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it makes a difference that Tyler Euless played last year? Like he's so recent in our minds. Like I, don't, I do think he, we kind of forget how good John Wall was, but but what Euless did this year. First was, game was a game-winning shot. <laughs> the big difference, I think, in my mind, is that that John Wall team was a lot better than this year's team. A whole lot better. Yeah, a lot better players. I mean, he could just dump down into Boogie and get assist all day. Like Euless had to be here for this. Euless was the. They were both the yeah. guys on the team, but Euless like carried this team. There we go. We got Tyler yeah, Euless. I like it. Next week. Round two, we're doing shooting guards. We'll have uh, Patrick Sparks in there this week because I don't even know what position he plays. Darnell Dotson. Darnell Dotson. That's my sleeper. <laughs> uh, like we said earlier, we're doing uh, whatever position they played at Kentucky is what will be in this group. Like Jamal Murray, we'll have him in the shooting small fours. Can I have Julius Mays? Yeah, he'll be in there. He'll be all, he'll be available. Oh, Julius. <laughs> but that's all we got for this week. Uh, guys, any last words? Well, you know, y'all have a good day. Hopefully we'll hear about Marcus Bolden soon. Yeah, I know. Goodbye. See ya. Uh-huh.